Yeah. Yeah. See, I do this all the time. It's like, okay, we're ready now. <laughs> Family podcast. Family podcast. We're sitting here uh, on the in the exhibit areas of uh, Sun and Fun 2014. It's it's late in the day on Sunday, the final day of uh, this year's Sun and Fun, and we're just kind of kicking back and enjoying the weather. I'm here with. Uh, Jeb and Dave and, and our pal. We've been joined by uh, Turbo Eddie, who we've mentioned from time to time on the podcast. You're a regular on the uh, on the forums, too. Welcome, Turbo. How are you doing? Hey, doing great. Good. Beautiful day. Yeah. Beautiful week. It's late in the day. Um, the uh, um, Fat Albert, the uh, Blue Angels C-130, is doing its uh, demonstration flights right now. So you'll hear that in the background every now and then. And you'll eventually, hear that in the background. Yeah, it's relatively quiet, but in about 10 minutes or so, we're going to have the Blue Angels flying, and you'll hear that for sure. It's been quite a week. It's been a. Uh, it's been a. Well, it hasn't been as long for me, but uh, but it's been a long week for you, David. How you doing? How you holding up? Oh, it's been. Uh, this has been the most pleasant week of work I've had at Sun and Fun in years. Why? Why is that? Uh, well, the way I set up my work process, actually, mm-hmm. uh, I've not been blow by blow covering the show like I used to. Uh, I keyed in on some feature story prospects that I knew would happen here. Uh, pre-sold a few of them came down here and hit the ground running uh, and by yesterday all the research on all those was done so now we're just into producing yeah. Jeb you've only you, you like me you've kind of picked the high points for the week for yourself uh, are you happy with the week absolutely um, got a lot of uh, errands accomplished um, did some uh, demo flying cooked uh, up with a lot of people that uh, I only see at air shows uh, it's been a great week uh, for me, certainly. Everybody I've talked to has said it's been a great week. Um, um, had a chance to chat. Had a chance to chat with a vendor I know and trust and respect and. Uh, I'm told this is the best week they've had at Sun and Fun ever. Yeah, I've heard that too. It's been a very, very good week in that very regard. Turbo, did you have fun this week? Were you here every day? I flew back and forth every day. Yeah, you've been at a variety of aircraft. Tell us quickly what the air, different air. You have what three aircraft these days? Yeah, I've got the RV6, the R44, and then the new Helicycle, the turbine single seat helicopter. And I flew that one day, and I'm kind of glad it's over. <laughs> well, okay. Why is it? Was that trip? That was on three point five to go hundred nautical miles each way. With the log three point five hours. Three point five hours to go hundred nautical. Back and forth in one day. So, so two hundred nautical. Yeah. Three point five hours. Two fuel stops. I can beat that. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about that aircraft. What's that like? What is it? One seat helicopter. It's a kit uh, amateur built helicopter with a solar turbine. Uh, with a single seat, so it's uh, the to- the engine really made it popular. The kit popular from the two-stroke, and there's quite a few of them flying, and uh, it's a really a head turner. Yeah. The sound of that turbine engine is just how many, how many shaft horsepower? It's derated from about 150 to 100 horsepower. That's what the helicopter was designed for 100 horsepower. What's your cruising speed? Good cruise is about 100 miles an hour if you want to push it. 
And everybody over at Paradise City said it was the big hit when that thing started up and was flying around there. And I didn't know that. You know, getting a good response from the people made it rewarding to know that I was there and that the people enjoyed it. And now uh, yeah, I didn't realize I, I must have been there. I was over there when that aircraft flew. Is there only one of those here this year? There was only one turbine. Yeah, so that was you. I didn't realize that was you flying that aircraft. Blue and white. The cabin was like a blue and white color. Yeah, yeah, very cool. Yeah. I, looked, I looked at that and went. Man, I wonder if that's one of three legal. You gotta bring that to Hidden River, dude. It is fun. It's yeah. helicopters are the most fun flying I've ever had. Yeah, you were originally were fixed wing. You had the RV, right? And then uh, you got the R forty four, and you've had a lot of great adventures with the R forty four. We have. Oh, wait a minute. That's a motorcycle. And if our listeners don't know, that's a motorcycle, then. Yeah, well, that's a that's a beautiful motorcycle, by the way. Is it a big dog? That's actually two ninths of a rotary engine. Two ninths. <laughs> you had your RV, and then you got the R44, and you've had a lot of adventures on the R44. Um, you take it back and forth between Florida and Connecticut each year. Is that right? I relocate up to Connecticut in the summer with the plane and the helicopter. I did the gyro rating, but I sold the gyro. Oh, you did? I hadn't heard that. Okay, yep. And this little helicopter kind of replaced that in the hangar. Realizing that the helicopters was, you know, the fun part of stuff that I enjoy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, sounds so. good. So, so, so yeah, just to reiterate what you said a minute ago, uh, the, the general consensus seems to be that this was an outstandingly good year for Sun and Fun. Uh, do you agree? I agree. Yeah, I mean, I mean, maybe even for the industry, it may may well be a leading indicator, indicator of some sort for the industry. What do you think? I agree with Jeb. I think this is one of the best they've had in several years. Uh, Here's the only recurring issue I heard about from talking to some of the vendors here, and that's their concern about the decline in the pilot population and what it does in the future of GA. Well, that's that's no news story. It's not a news story, but I've never heard it talked about as much as I have here this year among the people that are in the business of airplanes. And when they start to talk to me, when they start to ask me to come by and say, I want to talk to you about something, and I think, okay, maybe I'm going to get a really good story here, and I should answer, let me show you some population numbers and income numbers, and this is killing us. Yeah. we got to find The demos suck. Yeah. Uh, is the, que- is the, the demographics. Demographics. Yeah. The demos graphics. suck. So, uh, but beyond that, not new, recurring what do you call that? that? That would be an evergreen issue right now. Uh, everything else I've heard here was really good. Uh, talked to several of the aircraft vendors. One of them told me it was four units away from being sold out for the year. And it, he expected to be, I haven't seen him today, I expected to before the end of the day, but he expected to be sold out for the year by the end of the show. If he's done that, he's going to be an incredibly happy, happy camper going home. Uh, the other thing I heard was about the flip between new and used aircraft sales that's occurred in the last six or seven years. Some of these folks told me that they were selling more new airplanes six and seven years ago, and a, a minority of used airplanes. Now, used airplanes are 90% of their business, mm, okay. and new airplanes are down to 10 or less. That concerns them, too, because it, it, it's an indicator of how, how likely it is their suppliers will survive. So, As we're sitting here in the exhibit areas, uh, we're gradually seeing a lot of exhibitors are starting to dis- disassemble their booths. It's that time of the week and uh, you know, kind of packing up to head home and head off to the next uh, aviation event. So, um, 
one of the theme, one of the things I heard more this week than I've heard in a long time is pilots talking about the uh, ability, their their sort of looming choice to fly without a medical. Um, obviously, right now is sport pilot, and and everybody is and ultralights sort of, and ultralights, um, and looking forward to the ho- hopeful um, opportunity to fly larger aircraft with, with a, without a third class medical. Um, is that am I just hearing that now, or are you guys hearing? If you think that's is there an uptick on that kind of hopefulness or, or, or thinking? There is, um, and we've talked about that in our, in our uh, uh, full size episode uh, earlier today. Um, we all are. How should I put this? Uh, we're not getting any younger. And uh, by we, you mean the entire popu- population, or I mean, the three I, of us? Well, the because three of, personally, I'm getting younger. Right? Okay. Well, the three of us. Um, I have. I have. You know, I hate to do this live on air, <laughs> yeah. Jack. It's not but, live, but okay. But, but you're not getting younger. <laughs> yeah, all right. Okay. okay. Um, we see you often enough you to know you're not Dorian Gray. Oh, okay. The pop- that, population's not getting any the, the demo is The demo sucks. Yeah. Okay, which is your title for this. But, um, no, we're not getting younger. And we, um, if, you, if you're, um, I don't know, pick a, pick a vendor, Superior Air Parts. I see their truck over there. Um, if you're Superior Air Parts... You kind of sort of want to know where your next sales are going to come from, and they're going to come from uh, the old white guys like us who are 50-something or older who have an airplane or, or want an airplane, and that's that's your market, okay? But these old white guys are dying off. Um, knock wood, we'll, we'll all be around here for a long, while longer. Yeah, we're going to live forever. Yeah, we're going to live forever. Um, there's a song about that. Anyway. Um, <laughs> But the question really is, who's going to backfill? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I know. And uh, that's what people are worried about, yeah. uh, with good justification. Well, yeah, and, 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 and so if I don't have to have a medical, that extends, you know, there, there will be a day where I can't get a medical. Okay. And uh, if I don't need a medical, then that extends the, the, right. the opportunity for me to continue flying yeah. and to buy parts from anybody. And, and so apparently a lot of people are thinking about these things. These right. days. Well, and, uh, and we talked, like Jeb said, we talked a little bit about this on our main podcast earlier today. The action of Congress has excited a lot of people in this community that something might happen that actually has utility for them. Uh, and that's why these folks are making noise and, and pushing. And Jeb's shaking his head no. Well, he may be right. I, that doesn't... Doesn't change the, the fact, fact that, that people are excited, right? Exactly. Yeah. There's enthusiasm about it, and then they're talking there, to the wrong There's a hopefulness. There's a wishfulness uh, out there that the the, uh, the, the driver's license medical uh, for um, Part 91 operations weighing less than six thousand pounds will, will occur, and I'm certainly in that camp. Um, there's a lot that has to happen for yeah. that, especially now, given the events of this week. Right now, there are really four ways you can fly without a medical. You can fly an ultralight. You can fly light sport. You can also fly sailplanes and motor gliders and hot air balloons. That's The sailplanes and motor gliders and the balloons are not affected if you fail a medical. Sport pilot privilege is affected if you fail a medical. Then you're an ultralight pilot only. Well, there's a large base 
of operating history here that shows that the lack of a medical has not created a safety issue. And that's exactly right. Um, first of all, we have the, the history of light sport and sport pilot certifications, uh, which, you know, airplanes are not falling out of the sky because someone doesn't have a medical certificate. That's the stat, I know. Yeah. That's the stat. Um, hopefully, cooler heads will prevail. Well, I mean, I don't know about cooler heads, but... I mean, what about hotter heads? All right, you know. I mean, they're, they're clearly there's a, a there's a desire, there's a demand by the pilot population for this kind of a change, and 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 our representatives, ironically, were doing the right thing by us. It's the bureaucrats in the in in the FAA that have have kind of shot have, have put a big roadblock on the way. Can we rise up? Is my point? What I'm getting at here. What happens if we rise up and say no? We don't want you to stall this thing for five years. We want this to move forward. There's a demand for cheaper fuel too. But but that's economics. You can't control that. We could we rise up and say to the FAA, "Don't mess around here. We want this this year." Could we do that? Sure. How? Call your congressman. Call your write con- your congressman. Right. Call your exactly. senator. Write your senator. Pound on AOPA and EAA and NBAA and NATA and Gamma and etc. to get them to exercise some flexibility and fle- I should say flex their muscles uh, to get this to happen. Um, that and 50 cents gets you a cup of coffee. Yeah, well, I, I want more than a cup of coffee. But we'll come back to this a lot more often in the podcast, I'm sure. Turbo Eddie, you got me flying a helicopter today. Very, very that, cool. That was fun. Not really, but sort of. We were we were wandering the halls of the exhibits here, and uh, there was a, uh, a, a, a helicopter simulator there. You say it was simulating pretty accurately, what, an R-44? It was an R-44 simulator that was very accurate to the real machine. And Jeb and... Jeb, Jeb flew it, and he crashed. It. No, not really. Uh, <laughs> we, that's we, right. I promised I wouldn't talk about this. <laughs> the helicopter was reusable. We, we, we wiped out the skids mainly, but uh, I think I think the rest of the helicopter would have been okay. Yeah, yeah. We, we walked away, so it was a good landing. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. Anyway, Jack had a little bit more coaching on the landing. Yeah, than I did. Jeff, well, I he, did. Had, he had demo also because he watched two or three other guys. I watched. I was before. watching. And, uh, yeah, but uh, and you did take over the uh, what the what the, the collective, collective. cycle. Oh, Oh, wait a second. You had help? Oh, yeah. Oh. Now, now we know. Well, we we got to give you a lot more credit. My first turn in the simulator was a Saab Fairchild 340 sim in, in, uh, in Stockholm, Sweden. And they're still laughing about that. And, yeah. <laughs> this instructor said, well, that's okay, Mr. Higdon. Those runway lights are only about 150 bucks a piece. I figure you only owe us about thirty thousand dollars. Center line. <laughs> well, the approach lights were even more expensive. <laughs> Like with this podcast, my helicopter flying experience benefited from standing on the shoulders of greatness. So uh, I was, uh, but it was fun. Thank you. I appreciate you kind of urging me to do that. I'm glad you guys both did. Thank you for coaching us through that. Appreciate it. You'll be ready for the real thing. Uh, I don't know about ready, but I'll be I'll be there. Yeah, Yeah. there we go. I got a little special. Announcement from my about my girlfriend Kim. Oh yeah, right. What's she doing? She's always been an avid flyer and interested in flying. 
And this week she took her first uh, sailplane lesson last Thursday. Awesome. And awesome. It, she is enjoying it. And that was her first it. flying lesson ever. First flying lesson ever. In a sailplane. And uh, we and just wish her all the luck in the world. Pilot. And her flying. <laughs> see where it goes. So. Best of go, go for it, Kim. So wrapping up this week, um, just about wrapped up another one. And uh, here's what I want to ask David. Um, is that, you know, we, we, we're we very much creatures of, of air venture. I always know I'm in trouble when he uses my yeah. full name. With well, the three of us, the podcast. And, and, I, and I know that something bad is coming. No, no, nothing bad. Um, uh, uncontrolled airspace. Space is very much a, a child of Air Venture, and uh, we, we've been going to Air Venture for a long, long time. All three of us have, um, and that's where we met, and that's where this podcast was born. David, you've been coming to Sun and Fun for a long time. Myself, less. I think you more than me, Jeb, but but not as long as David. What makes this this fly-in different than others? What makes it special? You got to go back forty years to the genesis of this as a getaway from winter weather for pilots up north by a bunch of folks that were just interested in extending down-home hospitality to their snowbird friends. And it's never lost that that feel. Uh, it's more laid back. It's less stressful. I think it's changes in latitude, okay? We're way farther south. We're down in Florida. Uh, the folks want you to have a good time. They want you to get away from the lousy weather up north. And that theme carried, even though over the years they moved the dates because of weather in Florida. <laughs> right. I mean, they actually had snow here one year. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah, right. Right. Yeah. Uh, ultralights exploded huge here after Moody introduced them up at Oshkosh. That helped propel the, the, the show forward because it became a central focus for a few years of that, the new stuff coming to ultralights. Then the manufacturers really started to catch on. The OEMs of the certified airplanes and they came and they adapted to the different mood and attitude and that philosophy, that feel has never been lost uh, there are times when it's been challenged a little bit there have been times when you you know, feared for the future of the, the, the atmosphere that you have here but they've managed to pr- preserve it pretty well yeah. and this, you know, I'm not by far not the most experienced person here. I've only been coming since 82, and I've missed four or five. So. But uh, it's a great flying. It's a great week. It's very pleasant. It's a great escape. Those of us from the north enjoy the escape from the north. And uh, One of the things that interests me greatly about Sun and Fun is it's just simply more accessible than that other air show up the, up the road that happens during the summer. Um, it's that and it's kind of a uh, it's not the first air show of the year of the calendar year Sebring presently holds that distinction they usurp that but it's uh, which is good for them yeah but it's um, it starts the season this, this really kind of does start the season. The flying season. Yeah. Well, for those fly, of you down here, well, season. for you, it, it, the flying season goes year-round for you down here. Not so much for those of up, up no, those of us up north. That's and, true. Uh, that's true. Um, but this starts the air show season. Well, that's for and sure. And when I say air show, I mean Akron and, and Blue Angels and... and uh, um, uh, uh, all, all, the, all the air show performers we think of. 
as, as being the people we want to see perform. Uh, that's one of the things. There's so many things about Sun and Fun that make it attractive, that make it worthwhile. That's just one of them. Yeah. So, well, that's it for another year here. Uh, it's... Uh... The Blue Angels are uh, on the uh, takeoff roll here in the distance here at Sun and Fun 2014. David, Jeb, what's next? I'm headed home uh, via four-wheel vehicle. I have a house guest. Yeah. Um, hmm, I wonder who that is. I wonder right? who that is. Yeah, I've got work work all week long. Yeah, I'm going to head back and uh, and hang out at your place for a couple of days and then head back up to uh, Lookout Point for uh, the rest of the spring. Lookout! David, you're going to be here a couple more days? or and, uh, and Yeah, I'm going to be down here a couple more days. I've got a little more business to do over toward Orlando. Uh, I, owe, uh, I owe a big O to... Uh, a dinner for the uh, Sun and Fun Radio Chairman. Oh, there you go. And I'm gonna, you'll never pay that debt. I'm okay. going to pay that off tonight. Well, okay. And uh, well, there's also a bottle of tequila. In yeah, it. yeah. Okay. Anyways, uh, so it's been a good week, and uh, we're all having fun here. We're going to go out and watch the Blue Angels fly here. And uh, Turbo, you're actually—we're all drinking beer. You're drinking water because you're flying home after this, right? Yeah, I am. One of the uh, Blue Angels solos doing a flyby here, a little roll, slow speed roll, gear extended. Anyways, that's it for 2014. This is uh, UCAP Daily 353 Echo. David, was there something you wanted to say? Live long, get to be old like Turbo Eddie, because time spent flying is not subtracted from your lifespan! Yeah!